want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
Opening episode 110, Crushing Force, with the song, The Weak Led by the Wicked. And then we went into Fox 45 with The Nature of Paper. That's right. And Amanda, the singer and bass player of that band, also plays bass and sings for Saints and Winos. Cool. Yeah. I know you knew that, but (laughs) I was just announcing it to the listener. Happy National Nylon Stocking Day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Thank you. It's actually, so I normally if they're like weird or irrelevant, Mm -hmm. I don't really read them. But um, this says chemical company DuPont's introduction of nylon in 1939 began a high demand for stockings in the United States. Hmm. as nylon stockings were inexpensive, durable, and sheer, up to 4 million pairs would be purchased each day. Wow. But then, World War II came along, and DuPont was like, sorry. DuPont. Du- Did I say DuPont? <laughs> yeah. DuPont. It's because like, I'm pointing. It's like I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck DuPont. Was like... We have to stop with the nylon stockings Mm -hmm. because they have to focus on parachutes Mm -hmm. and cords Mm -hmm. and ropes, Mm -hmm. which created a mass shortage and apparently a black market for stockings. Mm -hmm. There's, um, in my field of work, there's, uh, without going too deep into it, there's like one of the, the big, one of the biggest players in the world um was a company that was around then and they were one that did not shift their efforts toward making war materials they just kept motoring on with their business and they're like they're like at the the fucking top huh interesting (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so i have a another interesting on this day Mm -hmm. in 1965 okay I don't know if you've heard about this. The FBI laboratory weighs in on the dirty lyrics of the song Louie Louie. No, no idea. So you know the song. Yeah. Uh, Louie Louie. It's very, ba, 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 very ba, vulgar. Ba, ba. Um, the FBI? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good waste of resource. So written by Richard Berry in 1955, the lyrics revolve around a sailor from the Caribbean... Uh, lamenting to a bartender named Louie about missing his faraway love. So something about the lyrics, uh, a fine little girl, she wait for me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The story spread like wildfire. That It was like pornographic. Um until the United States Department of Justice began receiving letters like the one addressed (laughs) to Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy, dated in 64. Who do you want to turn to when your teenage daughter buys and brings home pornographic or obscene materials being sold in every city, village, and record shop in this nation? The lyrics of Louie Louie were so filthy that I cannot enclose them in this letter. That's ridiculous. Two years the FBI researched this. Two years 
they interviewed the man who wrote the song. They interviewed the record record label that released the song. Mm-hmm. They turned the record over to audio experts at the FBI who played Louie Louie at 75, 45, and 33 and a half RPM. Uh, they slowed the speeds in an effort to determine whether it was pornographic and therefore whether its sale was a violation of the federal interstate transportation of obscene material law. That is asinine. And it probably made a fucking massive payday for Richard Berry. It actually, that is the end of the article. Nice. Like, thank you, because this song went down in rock and roll history. Nice. And I believe the findings were... Um, oh, officially... Um, yeah, they nothing came out of it. They couldn't prove one way or the other. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's as dumb as... Do you remember those the stories about them when Ed, or, uh, Elvis was on Ed Sullivan that they couldn't show his hips thrusting or gyrating? gyrating. Yeah, yeah. Because that was, you know, that was just X fucking rated. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was naked and had an erection, but <laughs> stop. <laughs> just the power That's of like one show. word. I know. Yeah, it's weird. In two years. It's insane. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, let's do cool things. Okay. We're going to hear some music? Yes. What's first? We are going to listen to some doom metal from Finland. Kalmo with the song Loop House. Nice. And then after that, we're going to hear The Beast of Nod. And this song is coming off of their latest release, Multiversal. We're going to listen to the song shredding of the cosmos and this features sanjay kumar matthias kuras and michelangelo there's a bunch of session musicians on here that are it's really cool joe satriani is on another song check it out
Ah, much better than his days with Nitro. <laughs> Uh, I found an article on Cracked, 14 Petty Reasons Why Someone's Favorite Band Broke Up. Mm, okay. The The original title of the article was 14 Petty Reasons Why Your Favorite Bands Broke mm. Up, but they're not really our favorite bands. Yeah. How do they know what our favorite bands are? Yeah, you don't know our lives. Fuck them. All right. Uh, Oasis was plagued by sibling rivalry. Sibling or sibling? S- sibling. <laughs> sibling. I like sibling like rivalry. <laughs> um, I prefer a pentagram. Well, I prefer the pentacle. <laughs> fuck you. No, fuck you. Uh, Jeremy Spencer ditched Fleetwood Mac for a cult. Oh, I heard this a while ago. The guitarist allegedly disappeared just before a show one day, only to turn up five days later in the main compound of the Children of God. Hmm. The Violent Femmes sold their soul to Wendy's. Sing- singer Jordan Gano says he didn't write Blister in the Sun about masturbation, but that he can see where people could get that idea. In 2007, he licensed the song to Wendy's without consulting the rest of the band, who couldn't bear the thought of their wank anthem being used to hawk fish patties. Oh, man. Uh, Lita Ford thought the Runaways were gay. Have you ever heard this? Mm-mm. Ford says she temporarily quit the band in 1976 after noticing her bandmates always giggling about other girls and concluded that A, they were gay, and B, that scared and confused her. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how true this is, but it is on the internet. That ties in. You know how there's like the degrees of separation between everything? So Lita Ford was with Jim Gillette, who was the singer of Nitro. The guitar player of Nitro was Michelangelo, who was. Wow, you really brought that around. And the Beast of Nod. All right. On the song we played. Everyone's like, well, what are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> Sh- just shut up. Um, the Kinks broke up over a birthday cake. The last time Ray and Dave Davies saw each other was on Dave's 50th birthday. Ray threw his bro a B-Day party, then made a speech about how wonderful he was and abrumpty, abruptly stomped on Dave's cake. <laughs> and that was the end of the Kinks. That's funny. Um. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Hmm. Well, none of those were my favorite band, but oh, Cream was just too darn loud. They're too loud. Drummer George Baker said the supergroup started equating volume with quality, but that playing loud had nothing to do with the music. It ultimately led to multiple inner ear injuries, mm-hmm. which caused the group to fizzle out. Well, I gotta say, loud or quiet, Cream was a quality band. Too loud. Mm. I don't, you know, I don't know. Loud and quality. I don't know. Not loud or quality. He should hear Manowar. (laughs) Speaking of, do you hear something? Mm Mm-hmm.
grandma had in her pantry this week Interface from Rochester, New York. That was coming off of their 1997 full-length Season in Hell. That was the song Sag Flesh. And we're sending that out to Brandon Johnstone. Very nice. He didn't ask for it, but... <laughs> but we did it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have... We should probably start paying Cracked for using all of their material. But well, I, we do cite them. We do. I have an interesting... Uh, I'm not going to read all of them, but this is 55 weird stories about how famous things got invented. Okay. Um... I'm going to start with number one, which is the bicycle. And according to this, the bicycle was invented following the summer of 1816 when a massive volcanic eruption caused worldwide famine. People could not feed their horses, so they ended up killing them and eating their meat. Uh, So they had no no way of transportation. So uh, I guess uh, the bicycle was invented. That's pretty Just crazy. I never weird. knew that. It's kind of a sad story. It's really sad. It is sad. Do you think the penny farthing was the first bike invented? I don't know. Maybe. Or not. I don't know. Those, yeah, I don't know. Those, those are ridiculous. <laughs> uh, jacuzzis. Jacuzzis were not decadent luxury items originally. Candido Jacuzzi invented the device to treat his son's rheumatoid arthritis. Ah. I don't know if it works, but... That's a good dad. I didn't know this. Uh, this is interesting, too. Telephones. Uh, although we all know Alexander Graham Bell as the inventor of the telephone, Alicia Gray submitted a patent for the phone the very same day as Bell. Um, at the time, neither of them had an actual working phone, but Bell won the patent war, so he got to continue his tinkering and went down in history as the inventor of the phone. You know... If I could go back in time and pick any job, I would love to wear roller skates <laughs> yeah. and be like those people that went around and plug different, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So people could talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. My mom always used to talk about party lines. Yeah. And I wish I had the chance to like experience it. Oh, yeah. I'd probably be really pissed off about it. Like, get off. I want to call my friend. But You'd be nosy too, I think, listening. What? Yeah. I'm like not nosy. Creeper. Like a creeper in the shadows. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, The birth control pill was invented by John Rock, a devout Catholic who earlier ran a clinic that taught Catholicism-approved birth control methods, which is very odd. Um, He thought the church might embrace his new invention. He was very wrong. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) There's no surprise there. I'm not going to read all of these, but... uh, Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just kidding. I like this one. Lobotomies. Lobotomies sound like the worst kind of abuse, but they were originally invented as humane alternative to mental hospitals. With a lobotomy, uh, the inventor's reason, the patient was able to go home. <laughs> what? So, so they'd make someone brain dead and send them home. And that was like their advertising? I guess. You get to go home. Um, I need to look into this one a little more because this appeals to my inner nerd. But this one says that the pacemaker was invented by Wilson Greatbatch. 
Um, and it says he wasn't trying to invent the artificial pacemaker. He was trying to detect a heartbeat, not create it, but he used the wrong type of transistor. So his device, instead of detecting the pulses, sent pulses out. Okay. I don't know. It sounds like something you'd be researching. I don't know if this was like an NPN versus a PMP. I need to look this up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this one's interesting. Welcome to my life, folks. (laughs) (laughs) You're a lucky girl. Um, Samuel Morris invented Morse code and the telegraph. Uh, It says he set out on this path following a previous successful career as an artist after missing his wife's funeral because no one was able to send him the news of her death fast enough. (laughs) A lot of these are, I don't know, really odd. This one's kind of interesting, and I didn't know this one. Braille? Louis Braille invented Braille, but he got the task from a French army captain... The goal wasn't reading, wasn't a reading system for the blind, but one for the military, one soldiers could use in total darkness. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Did you know I that? I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. I like this one about camping. Did you see this one? No. Uh, camping became a recreational activity rather than something for soldiers and explorers, thanks to Connecticut minister who sold it as a spiritual experience. Okay. I didn't know this about ambulances either. Ambulances barely existed in the U.S. until a TV show called Emergency popularized the few paramedic units that operated, convincing Congress to take the idea nationwide. <laughs> it's funny how how much the media social media, TV has influenced everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's pretty powerful. We've had actors as presidents, actors as governors. Anyway, let's play some more music. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> what are we gonna listen to? We're gonna jam out to a new Flotsam and Jetsam song, Burn the Sky. Then we're going to hear some crust and grindcore from the UK's Yerson with the song Insidious Mechanized Paramore.
I have a couple more, few more inventions from unusual places. Okay. Um, the bulletproof vest. Mm. Do you know where this comes from? What would you think? Police or military yeah, or something, Yeah, military, right? yeah. Actually, it's not. According to this, this comes from Richard Davis, who was a pizza delivery guy in Detroit. Apparently, he was shot twice and decided that it was time to make himself a bulletproof vest. <laughs> that is a dedicated fucking pizza man. Wow, yeah, it is. I'd quit. Right? <laughs> um, ventriloquism. Before it became a form of entertainment, ventriloquism was a religious practice, supposedly a way for the gods to talk to us. The name means talking from the tummy. <laughs> and, in, and ancient Greece had a, a cult of belly prophets. I don't know what that is, but interesting. Uh, this one I didn't know either. This says YouTube. Did you see this one? Yes, I did. YouTube was invented because this person... Uh, was having trouble finding a recording of Janet Jackson's breast slip from the Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, this is important stuff. I did not know that's why YouTube exists. No, I didn't either. It's crazy. Um, there's a lot here. I won't read all of them. This one I thought was interesting. Uh, TNT. German chemist Joseph Wilbrand invented TNT as a yellow dye and used it successfully for years before its explosive properties became known. I wonder how they became known. I know. And, <laughs> and it's funny, too. I think this is true. I remember hearing that the inventor of dynamite, which is CNT, right? Is it the same thing? I don't know. I think it, it is, is in the cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> um, Nobel Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. For explosives. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a question before we wrap up. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. This is one of our uncommon questions. I have an answer. If you could choose one person to sing karaoke at your funeral, who would it be and what song would they sing? Um, I think it would have to be Salako's manager. Singing, oh, snap. Singing a Celine Dion song of her choice. Is that a good answer? Yeah, I like it. I could get down with that. Okay. Maybe I'll do some backup vocals. Yeah. Do it I, up. I mean, if she lets me. Do it up. I don't know. She might pick Ed. She might, yeah. I, I would pick Ed. Yeah. If yeah. Ed shows up at your funeral. Yeah, I mean, he's welcome. <laughs> 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 on that note are we ready to get out of here yeah I think we are we have uh, three more songs we have more music from Iskard Morse Peter Shulman this time coming to us in the form of a grind supergroup. the band is Stench Price this song is Living Fumes and it's featuring our local friend Danny Loker awesome then we're going to go into Beltez with the song The City in Utter Silence. Mm, fantastic. And then some more blackened metal to close things out with Polemicist. This is coming to us from Nick at Hessian Firm. Thank you. 
we're going to hear the song The Way to Delphi. This is coming off of Return of the Sophist, and that is coming out on June 25th. Hessian Firm. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And never put your hand into a hole that you can't see into.
This is Nick from Hessian Firm. You're listening to Grim Dystopian.
Then we're going to hear some crusting grindcore. Nope. Then we're going to hear... <laughs> Jesus. 